Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to Real Metaphysical Talk. My name is Joan. I'm your host. Here we are again. Another show. A different day. In this episode, we're going to talk about crystals, recognizing their timing. And I, the, the show name seems a little odd, but it has a purpose. And I say this because, um, well, I'll get into the depths of it shortly. But we're definitely talking about stones and crystals, something that is in all of our lives on a daily basis, and some people just don't realize it. So let's talk about what we've had going on in the U.S., 4th of July, Independence Day, recognizing that. And yes, over the last week and a half, we've had a lot of changes happening in the air. We've had a full moon, a full moon full of relief. I talked about it last week. I'm going to talk about it again in this episode. And this full moon, whether or not you have seen the results directly, this full moon, this full moon had a lot to do with just getting your things in order, getting things, recognizing that you have to let go. You can't always micromanage what you've got going on in your life. You can't hover what I call like moms that are constantly at school. We call them helicopter moms. You can't helicopter mom your friends. You cannot helicopter mom your any situations in your life, other people, or yourself for that matter. It gets annoying. Um, it was a time to recognize old habits that you've created. Hopefully you've noticed them. Hopefully you've seen them and are able to make small adjustments not easy letting go, whether it be someone leaving your life, making de- making the decision to say, it's time for my change. I have to move forward. I'm on a different path. It's, I, I, I've seen with other people, I'm a people watcher. I enjoy, I, I enjoy seeing the cycles around me. the universe at work. I talk about the changes that are occurring in um, astrology, in the planets. I bring up what I find through my research. I share with you so that you can recognize too or be prepared for the changes that are coming. Change is hard. I talk about it all the time. Change can be easy if you're prepared. But As I said, with the full moon and releasing and letting go, if you can go with the flow, if you can be adaptable and be ready for change, you can also um, utilize and make good with the universe. Law of attraction, law of abundance, putting things out there and getting it back tenfold. Um, I've been observing that there have been major life changes for people this past week with this full moon specifically. People changing paths, people removing others from their life, trying to get to their destination, thinking, 
thanking those around them in their life for being there, but also saying, no, now it's time for me to go. This full moon has been emotional. And I'm sure we're all still feeling it. It should be waning. It has been waning and will continue to wane this week. It was a time, this is a time also, to be working around others. If you're having difficulty communicating, continue to work with that communication, trying different approaches, making sure that you're connecting. And just as we're experiencing this and we're, and we're meeting new people and we're being flexible to the changes, uh, a great example is I had set plans in my head. This is how my day is scheduled. This is how I need to get things through. Only to find out that within a matter of 30 minutes, the entire day changed. Unbeknownst to me, everything changed. Okay. You cannot deny people. Um, well, you could, really. Uh, having visitors, unexpected visitors appear spending time, getting to know them if they're new to you or sharing information with each other. It's actually no different than having uh, uh, crystals appear, having new knowledge appear. And in this, in this experience of having my visitors appear, I was able to discuss with a few of them and didn't realize what we had in common is our share and our love of stones and crystals and things metaphysical and holistic and herbs. And I can go on with this list. But in sharing and completely changing my schedule and completely changing my plan, as I put air quotes up, um, the benefits were sharing this information and knowledge and learning about um, the herbs that my friend knew and sharing the information and knowledge of crystals that I knew, talking about Reiki. Um, the exchange of energy was fantastic. And plus, building new bridges, expanding your circles. So taking the good, taking, taking a situation that was very stressful and very... At the beginning, I have to say, uncomfortable. We all have those moments. But learning to adapt in the moment without breaking down, without being frustrated. And, and yes, we all like our comfort. And trust me, I'm a very <laughs> stagnant person at times. It was very uncomfortable. But I got through it, and I was able to immediately recognize the timing of the situation and what the universe was handing me. It is no different than accepting what needs to end, just like the full moon brought. And whether it be a connection with someone, whether it be a connection with a stone or something that you've had. And you're thinking, what the hell? What is she talking about? Well, here. What happens if... and and I'm not putting it out to the universe, but what happens in a situation where 
you know, a person's house gets robbed or a car is stolen or you completely lose an item because someone breaks it or, you know, they borrowed a tool or something and it's broken when it's returned. Yes. Looking at it for face value, people can say, well, you know, that's just neglect. That's carelessness. However, if you look at it from the universal standpoint, you're losing items and items and people are leaving your life for reasons. We all have lessons to learn. I talk about this all the time. <laughs> but we, it happens at a time where we need to see it. We need to work on either regrouping. We need to work on forgiveness. We need to work on letting go. Stones do the same thing. Stones come and go into our lives at specific times. Yes, we choose them. We choose them just like we choose our people. Stones, crystals, they have energy. They have this earthly energy that every stone has. They're, you know, even the earth, even plants, all things of Gaia, all things of great spirit, the earth, what, whatever you would like to call it. I say this every time. It all has energy. It all emits a cycle of energy, different levels, different frequencies. And learning to recognize it, just like we recognize when people are coming and going in our lives and what is the message that we are to learn or to receive at this time, what do we need to do? Are we told to be flexible, adaptable? Are we told to just let go? Are we being uh, told to learn something new, what lesson do we need to receive? Stones, yes, we can go to a store, we can go to a mining area, we can find them in our daily routine. Stones appear to us, they come into our lives. Uh, At a store or a a fair, we can choose them, we choose what, what we like, what's visually stimulating to us. We choose what feels, and and really you don't under, maybe you do understand, but they're kind of drawn, we're drawing these stones to us. Like with the law of attraction, what we're putting out, we're getting back. So if we're having issues health wise, stomach issues, the stones, then situation will arise that it will come into our lives. We have, um, we're having issues with letting go, with love. These stones will appear. I, when I go to a psychic fair, if they're selling wares, if they're selling their stones, if they're selling crafts or pieces of art, I let, I kind of let my body tell me what it is that I need. I listen to, and I get drawn to areas and the items that are available. All of the stones that I have acquired were not out of necessity, so to speak, hey, I need to have this in my collection, but necessity for the fact that I was drawn to them. 
Sometimes I'll go somewhere to, like I said, the fair, the psychic fair. I'll go to a metaphysical shop and browse and not and not leave with anything. I will just walk away. The energy of the stones will call out to you. They, in, in a sense, kind of choose you. Just as if you were meeting someone for the first time, it's not only your choice to say, okay, I want to have you in my life. I want to get to know you. And I'm not saying this on a, um, well, with any person. It is on a personal level between you and that person. So stones do the same thing. They have the freedom to choose you as well. But yes, stones are available to everyone. But you have to recognize when they are there to help you. I have mentioned before that I've gone into places where I'm viewing stones and I'm looking at stones. I now, I tend to know or get a a knowing of which ones I would like. Getting the knowing, getting that feeling, it, um, it guides me as to where, which one I need to choose and what I need to work with. But even in the early days when I wasn't so familiar with crystals, I still would pick stones and go, no, I really like this for some reason. I need to have this. What I found interesting, what I always find fascinating is that when I get that stone and bring it home, the first thing I do is do my research. I have done it where I have not even gotten to the car to come home or go to my next destination. And I, on my phone, I'm looking this up or I'm calling a friend saying, hey, look this up for me. I need to know. And I look up the stone, find out its qualities, and find that this is an area of my life that I have currently been working on. Yet another stone that needs to remind me that I'm working on it. And it's here to help. Also, timing-wise, crystals, we keep them out, we keep them at our desk, we keep them on our table, on our counter, at our bedside table, under the bed, on the windows, in the car, in our purse, in our pockets. We have them there for a period of time. Stones and crystals can tell us or decide for us when it's time to not use them anymore. Yes, sometimes we can forget that we have have them, that we've been using them. You know, even the crystals and stones that we wear, bracelets, rings, necklaces, they will tell us when it's time. Yes, it's possible that the necklace that you've been wearing, the chain broke. Okay, you get it fixed. You go, you know, you work on it. You fix that link, you you fix that rope, put a new, you know, you can have a wire-wrapped stone on leather. You fix the clasp, whatever it is that you need to do to fix it so you can keep wearing it. You put it back on. Two days later, it breaks again. And you're thinking, well, wait a minute, what's going on here? I I love this stone. I love this necklace. I've been wearing this for so long. I feel naked without it. But the stone is telling you it's time. Time to put it away. It needs a cleansing. It needs to be cleared. It needs to be cleaned. It's tired. You have to give it a rest. 
just as we need rest, the stones and the energy needs replenishing. So let's begin to recognize that. Bracelets, too, you, you know, wear the stone bracelets. Um, you lose a stone, Lo- losing a stone. Same thing. I have had, trying to think of the one stone, it was my bloodstone. I had a bloodstone out. I shared it with a friend. It completely disappeared. And I would go and visit it, believe it or not. I would visit the stone. I would check on it and make sure everything's okay, feel its energy, make sure it was doing its work. Because I had invited it to go and share with my friend. And then one day the stone disappeared, completely disappeared. I checked. We, we tore apart the entire room, could not find it. Was it possible that it just up and walked away, you know, with, a, with another person? Possibly. But it was time. It was time for that stone to leave. Just recently, happened to be a year and a half later, the stone turned up. It made its return, um, actually during a Mercury retrograde, which was kind of interesting. Um, Making its return visit, looking fully charged, the energy seemed very high frequency and well-rested. But rather than utilizing its energy again, I um, stored it away and put it away um, for future use. Now, recently, I have shuffled some things around, boxed up a few things, and it was just yesterday that I happened to bring out my stones. Well, I did bring them out a week ago, too, but yesterday I actually pulled them out. I keep getting drawn to this box. There's a reason why. The crystals and their timing. As I said, every crystal, every stone has its own frequency, just as we do people um, have their own frequency. And we need to learn to recognize that these stones are here. We're working. The, The best way to recognize their frequency to work for you is you can tie them to the chakras. If you're looking at a lower level chakra, meaning a base chakra, your uh, solar plexus chakra, yeah, I just passed the sacral chakra. I know, I know, I'm hearing you. Okay, I get it. Well, the first two, definitely the first two, even a little bit of the third, if you're looking at stones that are black, grounding stones, stones that are in uh, orange or yellow, carnelian too. Carnelian's a good power stone but still needs to rest. Those three stones, I want to say are lower frequency. The grounding stones are. They seem to be a little lower and slower in their frequencies. Carnelian, I've always talked about it being a power stone. It is a high fre- higher frequency, but not super high. I, uh, hmm, how do I explain this? Okay, let's go, up, let's go up the chakra ladder and we'll talk about this. And I'll come back to Carnelian in a minute. Carnelian, and as I've told you, it's the vinegar of all stones, cleanses, it's a do-all. <laughs> it cleanses, it cleans, it's powerful, it helps you, it points you in the right direction. It's there for strength. So we get to our heart chakra. We've got the yellow stones for solar plexus, our gut feelings. We've got our heart chakra, greens and pinks. 
more loving, more caring, a, a very gentle frequency. Each frequency does feel different. The heart chakra is there for love. It is there for helping. It's there for caring and, and compassion. And, of course, you've got then your throat chakra, your blues, angelite. And angelite can even be a super high frequency, but you're talking about, oh, you're talking about your stones for speaking. And I can, I'm picturing one stone, and it keeps showing itself to me, and I'm thinking I'm at a loss. I'm going to have to look this up. I'm at a loss for which one it was called. Um, Lapis Lazuli went right to the page in my book. Um, then you have your third eye helping you see the frequency gets higher. Yes, we're, we're going up the ladder. We're going up on the chakra body. But then also you have your crown chakra. Above the crown chakra, we have several other layers. And I like to put the angel stones, the ones I talked about a few weeks back, a few episodes back. If you're interested in those, go back to that episode of the angelic stones. These stones, the angelic stones, have a super high frequency. They're a much higher frequency than, say, for instance, your third eye chakra stones. Stones for seeing, stones for viewing, for letting us view and opening up our eyes to see and communicate. The frequency is different. It's a lighter, it's a more... I, I, I'm hearing high-pitched. It's a high-pitched, a higher frequency as opposed to, say, the carnelian. The carnelian is a powerful stone, and I say it's a higher frequency, but it's a stronger frequency, so to speak, as, as opposed to these higher stones. So knowing these frequencies and knowing what you have going on around you, learning what they are available, you know, how they work for you, this is what can help balance you physically. If you're having... This is my best example right now. Having a headache, constant headaches. Last night, I, my head was hurting from the front. I put the palm. <laughs> I, I put my palm on my forehead, and that's exactly where it hurt. But now that I think about it, had I grabbed a stone or crystal from my third eye, it would have opened up. It would have released that pressure for my third eye for my crown chakra, getting that frequency or opening up that blockage. These crystals and stones are around us. Recognize the frequency, recognize the the collection that appear to you at the time that they're coming into your life. Yes, I have a variety of stones and I have them right now, as I said, stored away. But recognize the aches and pains, and I'm going into the physical now. Recognize the aches and pains that you're having or the things that you're having in your life. Are you having issues with uh, connecting with others? Are you having issues with um, your grounding? Do you feel like just out there? Work on getting your lower frequencies together grounding, you know, walking in walking in the grass and staying close to earth, working with your hematite. But again, if you're having problems with other people and communicating, 
Move up that ladder. Change your frequency. Crystals, some crystals have the ability to amplify others, as I've mentioned before, and I'm looking at my one quartz crystal. Interesting. Last night, I had... I actually had cleared out my purse to make room. It was getting quite heavy, and I couldn't figure out why it was dragging me down. And I say dragging me down because upon emptying it, I found a four-inch crystal, one inch wide, across both ways, at the bottom of my bag. (laughs) Forgot that I had been carrying it. As I'm looking at it, it has plenty of messages inside. You can see the uh, inflections, turning it this way and that. And it's not so much something that's on the surface, but floating from within. I had taken the stone with me to a Reiki session. And obviously it has soaked up any negativity with me. And I have carried this around probably at least a month. Left the stone out to cleanse. And it's already feeling a little bit better, but it's not ready to be uh, to work yet. So cleansing. Cleansing helps to get these stones back in shape. Just like we like to take a shower, a bath. We like to go to the spa. Some people like to go get massages, Reiki, whatever it is that you do personally, we need to do to our stones. I've mentioned before, cleansing them with sage, cleansing them in a salt bath, um, Some stones you cannot use water on. Some stones you can just set in salt. You can use and set them in rice. Some people have gone so far as burying them in the ground. But if you're going to bury them, please mark your place of burying them so that you can um, find them again. Using kyanite, using carnelian also. Having them work together in a bag, in a box, so that they can so that they can be cleansed using the moonlight, using the sunlight, depending on the stone that it is. Get that cleansing together. It needs the rest, relaxation. I like to do it for two weeks, sometimes even a full cycle of the moon. Set it out at the full moon, which we just had for the cleansing. You can make that part of your full moon ritual. And have it recharged and reprogrammed as you're working with them. You want to put your intentions into these stones and have them ready to go. And let them know that they can call to you to be used. Now, on the side note for stones and crystals, like I said, I've been, um, I like to connect with people and I like to see what's going on. Um, I actually did a reading for someone where I had put out and thought about a few stones for this person and set them out just to help with the reading. It brought a new twist. It brought a new twist to the reading, to the cards, to the questions that they asked. And I was able to help and provide answers. Also, As I said, our physical ailments, I brought this up before, and I'll bring it up uh, right now before the end. Um, Physical ailments. Physical ailments, and this is more like a side note. We have the crystals here to help us, but the physical ailments that we have in our lives 
our headaches, our backaches, um, our foot, you know, we have sore feet. We can easily say, I've been on my feet all day, I've been lifting, there, there goes my back, um, staring at the computer screen, my head hurts. Well, these ailments are telling us what we've got going on, not only physically, but in our metaphysical life, in our spiritual life. And if we hone in on the spiritual side, we can make changes to make our physical even better. So if our back is hurting, we're having problems with our support system. What is going on in our lives that we are losing or not feeling we are being supported? We can use stones and crystals to help us bring that energy back and bring us the answers to provide us with a better life. Thank you for joining me today. Again, my name is Joan, and thanks for listening to Real Metaphysical Talk. If you want, find me on Facebook at Real Metaphysical Real Metaphysical Talk. I'll talk to you soon. Many blessings. Take care.